exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yo, what's up, Lollapalooza? It was meant to be a farewell concert, but it changed the music industry forever. We gotta do it again. And launched the careers of countless artists. We had all been underground bands, but that was changing. All while giving the mainstream the middle finger. That's entertainment. Don't miss this three-part docuseries that was 30 years in the making. Lala, the story of Lollapalooza. New docuseries now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumer. And I'm Jamison Brown. And I'm Victoria Magadami. We have quite the show for you this week. Uh, We're going to break down two of our favorite reality shows that are already on and then two that are coming back. So we're going to dive into Dancing with the Stars and Big Brother. And then we're also going to talk about the new Southern Charm trailer that came out and all the rumors about which A-listers are going to be cast on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because there's been some developments since last week. So mm-hmm. let's start off with Dancing with the Stars. I'm totally hooked on this season, guys. <laughs> I, I, I swore that they were going to keep Carol Baskin around as mm-hmm. long as possible because she's such a big get for them, which is such a weird thing to say but thing to say. we all know it's true that's a yes. 2020 thing of you to say right yeah. <laughs> someone that no one had heard of six months ago i'm like that's a very big get for them um but i, I think that she was dancing so poorly objectively poorly that they could not justify keeping her around even if they were yeah she know, i think the, the numbers i think that they were right she walked through that dance and it was like, after I watched it, I was like, if she stays after this week, they're really trying to just keep her around because I don't see how you win after that, you know? No. And what was it? Everyone's getting, I think the lowest score other than her 12 was like a 15. Mm-hmm. And in Dancing with the Stars, those three points are a pretty big deal. And a 15 is still pretty low. People are getting 24s. You can't, can't keep the person who's getting mm-hmm. 12s around. So kudos to her outfit though. They really went all out. <laughs> Uh, they certainly did went all, went out. They certainly did go all out, and it was so cursed. I yeah. was horrified when Pasha came out with that prosthetic lion's nose. I, was like, I know he got called out for it too. They were like, I think it was Derek Hoff that was like, I mean, kudos to your outfit, dude. And he was like, thanks. Like you could tell Pasha. I just felt like Pasha was not really like into it from the get go. Um, well, I feel like it's tough whenever you have a dancer, and this is not bashing Carol Baskin for dancing. I would be the same way on the dance floor. I'm not a dancer. But when you have someone who doesn't have the dance capacity to do any kind of interesting choreography, like you got to work with what they can do. So I feel like Pasha was really stuck with what he had to choreograph because it was yeah. like, well, we'll do a step kick, step kick, and then maybe a turn and then that's as good as we'll get which yeah i imagine would be boring if you're a pro yeah no i i i will say i was a little shocked she went home so soon but if you're basing it on her dances i'm not shocked she went home so soon but i kind of am a little disappointed to see her go because i wanted a little more carol baskin um as a cat lover myself i wanted to see more cats represented on dancing with stars um <laughs> but <laughs> You know, I mean, it's th- she also is going up against a lot of fantastic talent. You know, there's there's a lot of good talent this season. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, I'm kind of hoping that Nelly will continue to step it up because I really want Nelly to go far. I'm just like a huge Nelly fan. So I I love Nelly, but and maybe this is just my own interpretation. 
does it kind of feel like he is not interested awkward in yes yes 100 from his facial expressions yes. to like the non-facial expressions he is very like you can tell he's just not into it yeah. as much and i feel like it's more or less because he feels awkward like sure. this is a guy who's like the rapper that's like used to like dancing in a much different fashion and then when you're doing ballroom dancing it's a different kind yeah. of swag that you have to have and i just think that he struggles a little bit in that department but yeah he does seem very like last week it seemed well i guess it was this week he seemed like excited when he got good reviews and and mm -hmm. good feedback from the judges like you could tell he was kind of like a kid that was like jumping inside but he still seems just very out of his comfort zone yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably what it is. Because it's like, he looks like he's trying his hardest, but then they'll give him a compliment and he's just like, okay. I'm like, wait, yeah, do you looks... not care? I don't know. I Maybe we're just even, very different people. Even his facial expressions when he dances, you can tell he's just like, like, just, it's awkward. It's a little it cringy, is. but you know, I still want him to go far. I, I would love to see. I think that that is what Dancing with the Stars is kind of about. You know, you get someone who is stepping outside of their comfort zone, who maybe doesn't have as big of a background like some of these other people, like AJ and Caitlin mm -hmm. Bristow. And then you see them by the end of the season, like almost a ballroom dancer, you know? Oh, so yeah. I'm kind of hoping to see that come out of him, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. How long did Sean Spicer stay on? Last time, last season, or was that? Ooh. I it thought was a, it was long equivalent, but obviously it was longer. Quite some time. Yeah, it, yeah, it was uh, at least three or three or four weeks. Well, I, I was listening to um, so Cheryl and AJ McLean uh, started their own podcast because <gasps> they're quarantined together while Dancing with the Stars. Why not? It is called pretty messed up i believe so go listen to it it's actually very good um but they were talking about how every season there's always a controversial person who's brought in and whether that person sticks around that long they're like well you kind of feel bad because everyone's just dumping on them because generally no, they're not the best dancer but also they know going in what the deal is mm -hmm. and I, I thought that was an interesting perspective from two people on the show they're like man you know mm -hmm. kind of <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Carol tugged on my heartstrings just a little bit seeing her cry in one of the packages. You know, I was just like, yeah, like let's just assume that maybe like, like the society is accusing her of of wrong. You know, like what if she really didn't? Innocent. What if she did? I don't. Guilty, you know. I know. Like I just I don't know. I just like we don't know either like, way. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. know. We don't know. Exactly. We don't know. No, I know, and I just haven't told anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you and Carol. Just for me. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I I I don't know. I was. She had to go home. That dance was a true atrocity. I like watching it. it really was. I was laughing. I. Was, I I was almost in tears laughing so hard because I was like, man, this is just like so bad in comparison to yeah, everyone else. It's not good. How are we feeling about Tyra? I think she's doing a great job. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I think don't so think too. the people who are complaining about it, I really don't know what they're talking about, you know? Yeah. I think she's doing a fantastic. I think it just all comes down to anyone was doomed in that position following Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews. Um, and especially the way that they left yeah or got fired or did it get reassigned whatever um mm -hmm. i think it was the f the fashion in which abc handled it just 
upset a lot of people. Um, and it was very obvious that you could tell like Tom and Aaron were taken off guard. So I think yeah. anyone was doomed in that position, but I think she's doing a fantastic job. She brings a little something extra. I think so too. She's fun. She's clearly got live TV experience and I, yeah. I don't know, there've been a couple awkward moments where, you know, people haven't been able to hear her or just like kind of typical live TV mm-hmm. stuff. And she's handled it like a pro. Uh, yeah. Like, like last week or two weeks ago, Caitlin, she asked to see Caitlin's shoe and Caitlin couldn't hear her. And she was like, all uh-huh. right, and moved on. <laughs> just, <you know. laughs> yeah. Well, this time, I think it was Vernon Davis that like ran off immediately after. <laughs> and she was like, wait, whoa, 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 where are you going? You can't do that. Okay, bye. <laughs> she was like, all right, well, coming up next. <laughs> Side note, Vernon, I love him so much. He is the smile i did not know he existed prior to this because i'm not a sports person but my goodness, he's got the biggest smile he tries so hard he's really good and um i did i just laughed so hard when he bolted off stage I'm like well i know now we have to stand you're amazing he was he was very animated in his mm-hmm. performance and i really like that i don't know just made me so so excited aj also was very animated yes. which i appreciated you know yes um, he and aj are my but, top as long with uh, the justina um but i yeah. think the best oh, Justina's dancer i know she's so cute um i think the best dancers though are neve caitlin and uh johnny weir which of course johnny <sighs> weir is going to be a good dancer yes uh, but neve is surprising really- me right isn't he like shockingly good like he's he's really and he was so in character last or this week for um disney week he was um jack sparrow from pirates of the caribbean and he played the character so well oh it was so great it was so good and there's no reason for him to be that good they have not addressed it like he doesn't have any dance history that he's said at all so i don't know why he's this good at dancing but he's really good at dancing because caitlin used to be a dancer and Johnny Weir is an Olympic ice skater. And then you've got mm-hmm. Neve up there keeping up with them. And there's, he was just the catfish guy. What? Also, can we appreciate Johnny Weir's skin? His oh skin gosh. is flawless. Like every time he comes yes. out, I'm like, Johnny, what is your, what is your routine? Because what are you, what products are you using? What is your routine? Like whatever that is, I need that. Like good he, for you. He's glowing. I love it. Oh, um, he glows. Well, I could talk about Dancing with the Stars for 75 years, so we have to move on. Let's move on to Southern Charm. Uh, Season 7 is coming back. There were questions about whether it was going to come back at all, but it's coming Mm -hmm. back on October 29th. We got our first trailer since basically half the cast left. Um, (laughs) Cameron led the charge back a couple months ago. Naomi and Chelsea followed. They all said, you know what? We're not filming this new season was leaving us just with Craig, Catherine, Austin, and Shep. So people were thinking, you know what? It's just not going to come back. That's a lot of people, and the people who are left are controversial, and some people really don't like them. Nope, they're coming back. Uh, And it's going to be a really intense season. They are addressing racism, which has been a big issue on that show. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, Like Catherine's ancestors, John C. Calhoun. So that has been talked about before, but never addressed in the way where it's like, yikes, maybe you should stop telling people that. Um, mm-hmm. So they, that is addressed in the trailer as they're tearing down the statue of him in Charleston. Um, there's three new people. Well, Madison's not new. She was of the threesome from last season. Um, and then there's Leva or Leva Bonaparte and John Pringle. We don't know these guys yet, uh, but they look like they're stirring stuff up. 
One of them was talking about how Catherine has a lot of white privilege and doesn't understand why the things that she says are really problematic. Um, then there was the statue thing. And then Catherine has to answer for back a couple months ago, she sent a monkey emoji to a black woman who was criticizing a Charleston business for organizing a Trump rally. And everyone was like, yikes, wow, that's messed up. And so she's addressing that in the trailer. And, uh, and then there's COVID that's coming in <laughs> where like, apparently oh, one Lord. of them gets it. Shep says in the trailer that someone tested positive. We don't know who it is. Uh, Catherine's off the wagon, which she says, not my, not my words, her words. She's taking a shot saying that she's done with her sobriety. Thomas is getting a girl pregnant. And he's not even on the show anymore. Dang. Oh my God. I'm like literally shocked this show is like still a thing. I remember watching it like the first two seasons and like kind mm-hmm. of being into it, you know? And then I just kind of like fell off the wagon a little bit. And I'm just still shocked that the show is a thing. Well, I, I am too. Not only because everyone left, but because back in March or May, uh, Bravo had to take a bunch of episodes or a bunch of scenes from episodes off of streaming platforms because they are not okay. One of them Mm -hmm. just took place on a plantation and they're like- I was about to say that's, I remember them a lot being on like plantations. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they removed that from old episodes. So you're like, oh God, okay. Well, and also too, like as someone who was raised in the South, like I hate that people- you know, maybe people that are not from the South assume that everyone in the South is like that. Um, and that we just all go to plantation parties. And like, that's just not the case at all. So I don't yeah. know. I just, this show is like, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how they handle everything, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement going on and COVID and, and all of that. That'll be that's interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it because you know, they're addressing in the trailer, but there's been a lot of problematic things that have happened and are happening Mm -hmm. with the cast. But I also, from just a mental health standpoint, and this is going to start happening really soon, especially with OC coming, Real Housewives, Orange County rather, coming back. I I can't, I don't know if I can watch COVID content, guys. I don't know if it's Oh my God. I'm so glad you brought that up because honestly, like, the Kardashians are now getting into COVID yeah. stuff. And I'm like, this is like hitting too close to home. Like, cause we're still in the midst of it. And I'm like, I just don't know that I want to watch it. It's very like triggering. It I'm is very triggering. It. And I am at the point in my life where now when I watch shows that are pre COVID, I'm like, Oh gosh, Oh, they're in an airport. Oh my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. Don't touch each other. So I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can relive the parts of uh, you know, Kim Kardashian being like, well, we all have to stay inside for three weeks you know, seven months into it. I don't know if I can mm-hmm. do that to myself. I know. Jameson, are you triggered by any COVID content? Uh, I'm not. No. <laughs> Stronger like, whatever. Than it's entertainment for me. <laughs> he still has a will to live, guys. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> He's the last man standing. <laughs> good for you, Jameson. <laughs> we'll make you watch it and tell us what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, never mind. <laughs> He's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't like it. No, it is. It is a little weird. Although I will say someone who's very much a germaphobe, I was very much like the whole hand washing and like being like super, like, like just aware of germs in airports and public places. Like I was already like that from the get go. Like I was that person like wiping down the airplane seat and like the airplane, you know, armrests and like 
I would not eat food without washing my hands first. Cause I'm like, if you think about all the things that's you just normal in your cell phone, I mean, I, but you know, but I feel like people are now like, that's the one good thing I think coming out of this is people are more aware of germs these days. I'm like, y'all just people be, on wash your hands. have become rude in my opinion. Like, Oh, just yes. Sidebar. In my opinion, that's a little bit of a, you know, you, I think you should kind of dress up a little bit and make it an event. It's just yes. like, there's, like, I'm weird about this. I get it. But, you know, when I see someone's damn foot hanging off the thing with no socks, uh-huh. get out of town. Like GTFO on that business. Yes. Just, okay. People taking I, I their can get socks on board off. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no bare feet on planes. I think I, no. I also, where did this trend come from? Like, who does that? I mean, and this is before COVID too. This has nothing yeah. to do with the pandemic. I mean, it's amplified in the pandemic, but like, you know, what's going on with that business? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree I with that. But you can take my sweatpants off me from my planes when I'm cold and dead because I refuse to wear jeans on a plane. And I think anyone who does is just operating on a higher level than I am as a person. <laughs> I can't. Well, I don't know how to traveling, do it. Traveling used to, I, this is coming from someone whose mom worked in the airline business for, you know, 30, 40 years. Like people used to dress up when they traveled. It was like a thing. And like yeah. with being a part of the family of an employee, like we were forced to like, every time we traveled, like we always had to dress, we had a dress code that we had to abide by. And then they got rid of that, which I was so excited at one point. I was like, oh my God, yes, sweats, sweats, yeah, you're sweats excited for life. life. Well, that person's foot flop over. I- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm all about being comfy on a plane, but I am about like, just be, don't put your feet out and like, don't like, some people are just gross, man. They they sneeze everywhere and they don't cover themselves, and it's just and then. Oh. Got, okay, sorry. Let's last. I'll say this, but like, have you ever had been like in a seat and someone has like accidentally like kind of fallen asleep and then not re- they don't realize yeah. that they're coming into your zone. You have zones, people. There are yes. Yes. Sea line is the imaginary line. Yeah. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I. I just one last note i do keep my shoes on i promise but i do put on a face mask on a long flight whatever i look crazy i don't care (laughs) did you say you do put one on yeah i do yeah like a full like like a skin full face mask not like an eye cover i'm ready to moisturize (laughs) oh like a face mask like oh not like a covid one like a skin one yeah i know i look crazy i don't care what do you do you wash it off in the bathroom yeah (laughs) i've never heard of anyone using a. but honestly your skin probably thanks you because that air is recycled and i saw one woman do it whenever i was on a flight to somewhere like it was a cross uh, country flight and i was like that looks amazing and now i do it it's amazing so i just a pro tip for people uh face masks on flights they're comfortable feel like i might be inspired by that okay it's deluxe. Um, you said it's so it. normal. And I was like, if you're using a COVID face mask, that's not weird. Why is that weird? And you're like, no, 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 like a facial face mask. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they're understanding what I'm saying because it is strange. Um, <laughs> but it's also very fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> we like that. Let's go to an ad break. We've gotten so off topic. I don't care. Uh, we'll come back with Beverly Hills. <laughs> Now streaming on Paramount Plus, 
Hellfire's coming to you! It's every episode of the CBS original, Fire Country. This is a high-complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules, and you shave another day off your sentence. Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country returns CBS Fall. So catch up now. All episodes streaming on Paramount+. Plus. We are back with Beverly Hills and possibly a discussion of skincare. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we got to yeah. bring some light to these days and it could be talking about planes. Uh, but let's talk mm-hmm. about Beverly Hills first. So we have, we've talked about this in the last couple of weeks. We've got Teddy and Denise are both gone from Beverly Hills. So there's been a lot of chatter about replacements. Last week, I know we talked about would Kris Jenner maybe come on? Would Kathy Hilton come on? Well, they have given us answers. So here's a quick update on that. Like we said, because we are all geniuses here on group chat. Uh, well, <laughs> Chris Jenner. We're experts and we know what we're talking about. Always right. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> but Chris Jenner went on Ellen and said straight up, no. She said, quote, as far as me doing a show like that regularly, there's too much going on in my life. They do not need a Chris Jenner on that show. They're doing just fine. I beg to differ with Kris Jenner on the last part, but yes, I agree. She's not going to go on that show. Um, Kathy Hilton made a cryptic Instagram comment telling someone who they were like, oh my gosh, are you being on Beverly Hills? She goes, you're very kind. I am thinking, question mark, question mark, question mark. But then a source told page six that she would only want to be a friend of because it's a lot easier than filming full time. So those two are pretty much out. Maybe we'll see a little bit of Kathy, but we've already seen a little bit of Kathy. Um, so, eh, there. But the interesting thing is TMZ is reporting that Caitlyn Jenner and her roommate, Sophia Hutchins, might be in talks to join Beverly Hills. Stop. Yes. I'm shocked about that because when you mentioned all these names, I thought for sure Kris Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner would be completely out. Because I was like, they're a part of the Kardashian-Jenner family. Like, they just, we've all talked about this before. Like, they're very, like, protected in their own bubble. Mm-hmm. There's no way that, like, they would go on a show like this. I thought, I would think that Kathy Hilton would be more opt to doing something like that than, But she's you know. rich, rich. Like, rich, rich, you don't have to be on TV. You don't have to do anything. I wouldn't do so, anything but, if I had Hilton money. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. Girl thing. Right? They always kind of like sitting get the my butt on an island right now. <laughs> like, here, yeah. y'all have fun with COVID. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, literally. I'm trapped on an island by myself, and you're not welcome. Yeah. I'm bringing my cats. See you later. <laughs> well, the, the, the beautiful thing about the housewives is they always get people who are like on the upper tier, but they need the money. And that's the yeah. gold because they're still desperate to stay on TV. But, uh, but they have stuff for us to look at. So I felt like Caitlin and Sophia, I would love to see them on. I mean, I would too. I'm just shocked. I know. And Caitlin did I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here and Celebrity Big yeah. Brother. So I don't know. Yeah, that it, is I true. It feels possible. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, Interesting. I think, well, and also too with representation, um, mm-hmm. I think that Caitlyn Jenner would be great because we would have more representation. Um, of the yeah, LGBTQ I would love to see a trans woman there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would so, be great. I mean, that would be very great. I'd be interested to see how the other women respond because they're not historically, you know, 
great in those kinds of situations. So we would have to see what kind of education that they would have to do. Cause I wouldn't want to put that on Caitlin. You know, I don't want to put her in a situation where people are going to be like mean rude about it. Yeah. Um, well, also I feel like Caitlin Jenner has been through, a, I feel like she's been through a lot the last couple of years too. Like yeah. it would be like, and I feel like already, if you agree to be on that show, you're dealing with so much drama. Like, does she really want to <laughs> add more stuff to the plate or is she just trying to because I feel like I mean I'm not familiar with if Caitlin's personality has changed that much since becoming Bruce in a sense of I know that Bruce loved to be by the beach and in Malibu and just kind of out of the she lives in Malibu with Sophia but I think that she has taken a step into the spotlight kind of after separating from the Kardashian family and I'm not sure about financial status but that would seem like a you know whenever you separate from the big million multi-million dollar billion dollar family you would imagine that there would be something that (laughs) would be going on with that um I am just interested though because we knew they were going to get an a-list fam or a-list name in there after Denise left but they brought in Denise thinking that she would shake things up because you know she's denise richards mm-hmm. and she didn't shake anything up just because you're famous doesn't mean you're interesting or that you'd be a good housewife so they are yeah. going down that that trail it appears but I'm, I'm curious to see if it will make a difference basically yeah maybe you need to bring really in a rando who we don't know so we'll see um and i just pretend to be rich and go on the show i have been trying to get on dancing with the stars while not being famous my entire <laughs> life and i don't know why they won't invite me on i'm not famous but i would I'd love to try to dance for the stars not gonna lie <laughs> right it'd be so much fun i think i could do yeah. well except for the votes because everyone would say who um and that oh, would yeah. be fair you go the best maybe that's a reason people would vote though for you <laughs> dancing with the stars and anna perfect ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes I've seen the people who are on there. I'm like just slightly less famous than some of the people who have been cast. Get out of here. That is true. They're running out of A-listers to ask. I have a verified Twitter account. Doesn't that count nowadays? It's 2020. (laughs) Um, Let's move on to Big Brother next. So where we last left off, we were thinking Davon was going to go home. And you know what? We're really, really good at predicting the season. I would like to say that's because we're smart, but it's actually because the game has been... It's just because there's nothing happening. Yes. Yes. So Devon did go home. She gave a really powerful speech about uh, being a Black woman in the Big Brother house. So she's my vote so far for America's Favorite Player. We'll see. Wait, who is? Devon. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, then Cody won, head of household. Again. Uh, he's controlling the entire uh, house, even when he's not yeah. in the household. So whatever. He said on evicting Kevin, who's already been nominated five times, and then also nominated David, who's been on the block like three times. It's a boring choice, but also Cody is so well protected in the house right now. I wouldn't shake things up if I were him either. He's on a really good path mm-hmm. to make it far. So it makes sense. Well, and David to watch. didn't help himself either by taking the 10 grand. Now, here's the thing. I see why David chose to take the 10 grand because the dude's been on the block how many times now? And like realistically looking at his chances of actually winning are slim to none. So like if you're going to walk away with anything, walk away with 10 grand. You know what I mean? Like I would rather walk away with 10 grand than walk away empty handed, not win the million. So it's like, I personally think for his game, he made, he did a, he 
he pulled a smart move just because he's going to benefit no matter what from that. Yeah. Um, because I would be mad if I still was on the block, turned the 10 grand down and then still went home. Um, yeah. and so everyone's giving him hell for it, which I think is just a bunch of BS. Like let the man take 10 grand. Okay. Like y'all have been, he's had enough. Okay. Well, um, and the thing is he said on the live feeds that he's going to donate the 10 grand to black lives matter. So oh, like even awesome. better. And yeah. he's not going to win. And he doesn't, I just love watching him make everyone mad at this point because his Dude, gameplay and- is bananas, <laughs> but just watching Christmas get all worked up about it. It's like, why do you care if he takes 10 grand? Get out of here. You have why are you so angry all the time? Christmas and Nicole make me so frustrated. Like I'm, all I do is just look at each other and roll their eyes at everything else everyone's doing. It's like, oh my gosh, you're in the Big Brother house. Would you like to try and have fun? Yeah, we want right? to watch people have fun, and you're playing the game. <laughs> so maybe you could try. I don't know. Well, back to what we said last week. This this group has been a pretty like hateful group. They've been just very catty and very like. I'm like, I don't know if it's the tension of 2020 getting y'all or what, but yeah, can you just have fun? Like, I mean, you're I, doing a once in a lifetime thing. Calm down. Well, twice in a lifetime for well, them. Twice but... in a lifetime for, yeah. No, so. I, I agree. It's like, I get it. This year, no one's really having a ton of fun. And if you trap me in a house full of strangers at this point, maybe I would also not have the best attitude. Actually, that's false because I would be excited to be playing Big Brother. Get it together, everyone. You know what? I, you know, the more that I think about this, I feel like if Kevin stays, so like, let's say, let's just predict that David's going to go home because he's made everyone mad in the house. I No, I think Kevin, I think Kevin's still going to go home. You still think Kevin's going to go home? Yeah, Cody has no real reason to want David out, but he, that's why he was angry afterwards is because he feels like because he took the, no, I know that, but the switch, I don't think he's going to switch, I think it's still going to be Kevin. I know, but I still, I think he'll just go next week. I mean, it's not an doesn't matter what order they go in. I think they're just going to stick with Kevin this week and then get David out next week. See, I would almost think if you were to keep someone like Kevin in, he's less of a threat. You know what I mean? Because now the alliance is going to start turning on each other. I mean, Kevin hasn't really so done listen. a whole lot. Like Kevin just like slides his way in everything. <laughs> I, and that's why he's been on the block five times, but he's also escaped the block five times. But here's the interesting thing. And what we should mention, of course, um, is in tonight's show, it's Thursday. You'll hear us on Friday. Sorry, you know. Right. Um, it's a triple eviction. So it doesn't matter. David and Kevin are going home tonight. Like, clearly. Oh, and then yeah, someone else. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So whatever order they go in, I'm not sure. But they're both leaving tonight. And then an extra person. Yeah. I'm guessing it's Christmas because everyone's sick of her. Um, yeah. And she, either that or Danny, because they know that she's kind of starting to backstab people and more than willing to turn on her allies. So yeah. three people going home tonight. It will be interesting, though, because this is the first triple eviction ever in U.S. Big Brother. They've done it once Ooh, in Canada. So we'll see how they we'll see how they do it. But I just thought it was funny because everyone's complaining about all of these, uh, about all the house guests and big brothers. Like, fine, we'll do a triple eviction. We'll get rid of three of them. I don't know. You don't like them? Bye. Well, <laughs> wouldn't you like to watch three of them go home? It's like, I would. Thank you. What? Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah big I don't brother really have, I feel like I just can't. I don't know. I really thought Memphis was going to be the villain and Memphis is just like, nobody's talking about Memphis at this point. Well, they're talking about him a lot on the live feeds, um, but okay. not so much in the show. He's getting an interesting edit in the show, and I'm not yeah. quite sure why. why? It's, just a, it's a quiet edit where he's just not on it as much when he's making mm-hmm. a lot of moves in the live cams. Um, mm-hmm. 
But I do think it's interesting. So (laughs) this is the most interesting part of the show for me right now. Memphis set up two final threes, both with Enzo. So he's got a final two with Enzo, which I think is stupid. He says that he's going to do that because he could beat Enzo in a final two. No way, because everyone doesn't like Memphis and everyone likes Enzo. So Enzo's jury management, he's like, well, I've won a bunch of comps. Like, but no one likes you. So Enzo would win. Regardless, that's his final two. And then he's made two final threes, kind of like a Venn diagram off of that. One that's him, Enzo, and Cody, and one that's him, Enzo, and Christmas, so that they can all kind of pick each other off in the final four. I think it's very fascinating that Enzo told Cody that that's what Memphis is doing. So now he has a real final two with Cody, but could also fall back on the final two with uh, Memphis. I think that... I think that Enzo is setting himself up to win, and I would love to see that. I was going to say Enzo is probably who I'm going for now. I was creeped out by the guy, like, in the very beginning. I was like, I don't like the name Meow Meow. That just sounds weird. Um, like and, it. like, his whole, like, yeah, like, his whole, like, you know, just, per- I don't know. I was just weirded out by the guy. But now. He's extra. He's very extra. Um, but now I really, I really like him, and I think that he's got a good shot at winning the whole thing. And he's not kind of part of a committee, but he has yeah. wormed his way in there so that he doesn't have to be part of the alliance, which is another, you know, vote for him in for the jury. And everyone likes him still. He's got no blood on his hands. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, he hasn't really done much, but he also hasn't done anything wrong, which at this mm-hmm. point in the game. Well, just how you get far. Exactly. You do enough to crazy. stay in and you don't do enough to put blood on your hands. You're good. Exactly. So, it, you know, it's not... In, the game has been more interesting in the past, but as we're getting down to it, and if Enzo wins and we get to watch him kind of squirrel his way to the end, uh, I think it would be redeemed a little bit for me. And I'm excited to watch the triple eviction, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting yep. regardless. So, yep. oh, and of course, uh, I would be remiss not to bring up that Cody did win the OTEV challenge, which means that yep. he will not win the season because there is a curse no one who has ever won the OTEV challenge has won the season. So it's called really? the OTEV curse. Yes. So um, Cody may have won that, but if you're superstitious, like I am kind of, I don't know, just in Big Brother, I don't think he's going to win. And Christmas can't win because she was the first person to enter the house. And that's another Big Brother curse. So furthering our argument about Enzo winning. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we'll update you guys next week on what happens and we'll see uh let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week does anyone have anything that they want to to talk about um mine's kind of a downer so i won't know i I shouldn't go last maybe we have the same same one one. we might have the same one you go and i'll see oh lord because mine is a big upper okay Okay, we'll end on a high note then you go first if it's the same as mine i have a second pick so okay okay um Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Yeah. Was that it? Was that the same one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, woke up to some sad, sad news with them losing their third child. Um, yeah. As a lot of fans, you know, know Chrissy Teigen's been in the hospital for a while now. I don't. I haven't been. It was just a couple of days, but she was on bed rest for a couple of weeks. For a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, yes, they lost their third child tragically, and. Yeah. It literally breaks my heart. Like, I don't know. I've never 
dealt with a miscarriage myself personally. Um, I've never been pregnant also personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have had friends who have gone through that and I know people who have gone through that and I just know that it's a really tragic and sad feeling. So I am sending Chrissy and John and their family, my love, my prayers. We love you guys. Yeah. I mean, so sad to see. And I really appreciate her telling her story like she did on Instagram. Um, Cause you know, but people see that and the number of miscarriages is, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but it's kind of overwhelming the number of Mm -hmm. people who go through that. So uh, hopefully that her story will give them comfort or perspective or something. When I like that she's talking about it because there's a lot of women who battle with that in private. And so yeah. I think by seeing Chrissy Teigen, that's one reason we all love Chrissy Teigen is because she's mm-hmm. so open with everything. And yeah. I personally, I like that. I'm very much like a Chrissy Teigen myself. Um, yeah. I think there needs to be more awareness. There needs to be more discussion surrounding that. And there needs to be more support uh, yeah. for women that suffer through miscarriages because some have one, some have a lot. Um, so the fact that she was so vulnerable and so open and so candid with her story, I applaud her for that. So, yeah, go Chrissy. Mm -hmm. Um, that was mine. So I'll, I'll pivot. This was the one before this happened that I was going to do. Uh, so I am a big Saved by the Bell fan. Uh, Zach Morris was like my icon growing up. I loved him. I was him for Halloween once. (laughs) Yeah, it was dope. As an adult. Um, (laughs) And so the Saved by the Bell reboot is coming back. It's coming to Peacock on November 25th. We've got uh, Mario Lopez is coming back as AC Slater. We've got Jesse Spano coming back. And then we do have Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski coming back for just a few episodes. I'm very Mm -hmm. excited. The trailers look fun. It's bringing on their kids. They're all grown up. Zach is the governor of California, as would have happened if we continued. And um, most importantly, he and Kelly are still together, which is important. Yes. Um, so I'm very excited <laughs> for the reboot. And uh, once again, November 25th on Peacock, I will be watching. It is exciting. I can't wait to see that. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jameson? So mine is, it's October 1st. And that, I know, right? It's October. And um, that means that... 31 Days of Halloween, Movie Marathon yes. starts. Yes. So there's that one. That means that Beer Fest on AMC starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is my pick is kind of the blend of, it's the beginning of October, but all of the movie, you know, uh, marathons are ramping up. So super thrilled about that. Jameson, you'd be so proud of me. This morning I watched Children of the Corn when it was just on TV. and. There you go. Man, that movie is so cheesy, but I watch it every year and it still always freaks me out. Those kids are creepy. Yeah. Have you ever read the book? Oh, yeah. Big yeah. Stephen King fan. The yeah. book is better. But... Huge Stephen King fan. Yeah. The, the, the movie adaptation is like kind of shaky, but yeah. uh, it's just, I mean, just the idea of all well, that is pretty terrifying. So. It's so I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to challenge myself to finally watch Halloween. The original Halloween? Yes. Yeah. Do it. Well, if you do it, um, make sure that it's, you do it like at nighttime and it's dark and it there's there's just and a you. whole, yeah, you can't watch that movie in like the day. During the day with light. That's how I feel safe. <laughs> it's the, re- that, the reason, I mean, there are many reasons. That's one of the true, <laughs> but the way that movie uses 
like camera angles and cinematography and just like open space to scare you is pretty awesome. So heads Interesting. up. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I would imagine that would be like watching like Blair Witch Project during the day. It's just one of those things you have to do at night. Yeah. You have to watch yep. it at night. Oh my God. Then I have to watch like something like Saved by Bell afterwards to clear my head. Yeah. Perfect. If I can't go to trivia. bed on that. I'll have nightmares. Trivia, Michael. <laughs> so when you're looking at Michael Myers' mask, that's actually a Captain Kirk mask that they spray painted white like last minute. So, I knew really? that, and I think that's so William funny because I still can't tell. Yeah, it's William Shatner's face. That's very creepy. Interesting. I think I'd be insulted if I were William Shatner. I'd be like, "What? Come on, guys! Oh, no, no, that's like really, the most guys? Iconic horror villain of all time." So. <laughs> What about my face, guys? What am I scary looking to you? But I guess if I you took a cast of my face and spray painted it white, it would be terry scary too. But, oh, Lord. Um, well, spooky Halloween, guys. Uh, make sure you are registered to vote. Deadlines are coming up in pretty much all yes. the states. So make sure you get out there, get to the polls, and get a uh, mail-in ballot too. Stay safe, stay inside. Um, so that's good. Follow popculture.com. We've got all your up-to-date news. Follow us on Facebook. I'm at on Twitter at Anna Rumor. I'm at Jamison G. Brown. I'm at V. McGottamy. Drop us a rating, a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I heard someone recently say that that is a very funny phrase because like, <laughs> like you're finding them out in the wild or like scrounging the deep <laughs> web for them. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Where we get them, um, we're there. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Now streaming. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil, has returned. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus.